You're listening to the Sports Bar Podcast. I'll never be able to get through that with a straight face. I swear to God. Yeah, it's funny because it's hilarious. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Internet. Sexy Rexy and Eli Manning together at Sexy once. Sexy Rexy. All right. All right. Well, I'm Felix here for Let Our Productions, and this is the Sports Bar Podcast. Now, coming here with me is my co-producer, the man himself behind the Mexlins, the man whose Rogue Boy or Storm Boy shirt you should go buy right now. Who are yeah, you? As seen on Reddit, as seen on Imgur, as seen, as seen on, on my Facebook page, as seen on From, some random dude's some random dude's chest. Some guy got yeah, as seen on some random dude's chest. Um, what else? What else do you see it? You probably see it on my phone going off because it's making noise. Um, you could probably also see it on themexcellence.com where you can find me, Sammy Gonzalez, and jo- and joining us the one black guy in Fresno. We've got he's not even in Fresno. Oh wait, he's in Santa Barbara, huh? Nope he's he is one black guy where like almost where they make them essentially in California. <laughs> Oakland? I was gonna say Compton. Richmond, <laughs> Richmond, the other city. Oh, ri- ri- dude. Oh, the, the okay. ba- the, oh, he's over there with Lauren. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We, but uh, I'm like Lauren. I'm staying inside. I don't go outside that much uh, because it's uh, dangerous. But this is Cordae Snell, ladies and gentlemen, aka the next big thing, aka MBT, aka yeah, Bobby Gray. <laughs> All right. What? What? And jo- and joining us from the city of brotherly love. The setting for the movie Creed coming out this Thanksgiving. Hey, it's your boy here. <laughs> Keanu here, a.k.a. Sir K. Von D here. What's up, guys? We're going to talk some football. Yeah. Well, we're going to start off, though, with... Uh... Also, I, I was just going to say, uh, please go support the movie Creed. My One of my good friends' brother uh, is the director. Uh, the guy, same guy who directed Fruitvale Station. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's a great movie. Fruitvale um, Station is awesome. Stope at director. So, yeah, so uh, go support. Yeah. Go support. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Support. Any, anyway, guys, we got, a, we got a lot of shit to talk about this week. And uh, I'm going to start off with something a little more minor. We're going to go to college ball real quick. College okay. ball. Where uh, Ohio State has been bumped down to number two as Clemson has taken the number one rating. Wait, seriously? Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Ain't no Alabama. Say no. SEC, it's Clemson. Wait, it, yeah, they're not in SEC, right? Clemson, I believe they're Big Twelve. Let me see. Yeah, Clemson's ACC. Clemson's ACC. ACC. ACC good God. So they no play beer. like the Miamis and like the Miamis. The Miamis. <laughs> the Miamis. The Miami. I think it's Miami. Miami, Virginia Tech. That's all I know in the ACC. Miami, I mean, I know it's the Hurricanes, the U, but other than that, I'm not real too sure. So I don't keep up with the divisions in college football. I just know good teams. So yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. which uh, there was another interesting little shakeup in college this week when 
The president over at 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 uh, Ole Miss or was it Ole Miss or Missouri? Missouri, 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 Missouri actually stepped down due to a lot of you know a lot of racist shit being called out on him. But the thing that made him step down from this was the football players actually said they were going to strike. Wow! No, the the, the black. Football players. So the football so all players. the talent, basically. <laughs> <laughs> their defense. <laughs> their, their defense, receivers, running back, and half of their uh, O-line. So uh, said they weren't going to play. <laughs> mm-hmm. So all but three players are going to be left on the field. So, so, which, which shows you so what's besides the, the quarterback. <laughs> which, uh, funny, funny enough, this is Michael Sam's alma mater, and he was talking about an incident that happened while he was there. That didn't get addressed. And again, it's great to see that, you know, shit's happening to students. You don't give a shit. Our football team's going to leave. Uh, right. Uh, oh, oh, fuck. We must do, we must get rid of this. He is like, he must step down or face consequences. But, uh, exactly. but, but yeah, he, uh, Michael Sam was talking about an incident that happened in, uh, at least in 2012, where the Black Student Union building, someone went and dropped a shit ton of cotton balls in there. Are you God dang. <laughs> Which is not just kind of racist. <laughs> It's excruciatingly wasteful. It's excruciatingly wasteful. That's good cotton balls. Girls, my scare could be ran up with it. Uh, you could put some in your mouth before you go to the dentist. Why would you go and put cotton balls in your mouth before going to the dentist? Because that's what they do. So something. I don't know why they do it. They just do it before. Yeah, they, they do it. Oh, they do it afterwards. They do it afterwards. Maybe I don't have insurance. They <laughs> don't go to the dentist. After, I'll put them out. After, after they've been drilling on your mouth to to stuff up the holes of uh, to stop the blood from coming out. That's what they do it afterwards. It's not before, Sam. They haven't even they haven't even started working on your mouth. Why would they at least stick cotton balls in your mouth? Sam? I can imagine. I can imagine Sam going down to the dentist office and be like, "How can we help you, sir?" <laughs> Like a <laughs> squirrel with nuts in his mouth. It's like cotton balls in my mouth. Or your mom when the rents do. <laughs> hey yo, rat bastard. All right, back to uh, actual sports talk. Yeah. And, uh... and uh, speaking of team striking, I'm gonna go to NHL. Uh, not their minor league, but their prospect league, the OHL. So basically, this is you going to like monologue for forty minutes? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I, I keep things brief. Okay. <laughs> but basically what happened here is uh, the – let's see. Where are they out of? I believe they're out of Flint, Michigan. The Flint Firebirds <laughs> – the Flint Firebirds actually walked out when the owner fired the coach because the, uh, the uh, owner fired the coach mm-hmm. to, allegedly due to his son not getting enough playtime. Are you fucking kidding so me? The son, the son is one of the members that also walked out. Like when they fired the coach, like the staff and the team was like, "Oh, this is bullshit." Walked out, basically did their own strike, and they got the coach back. They showed solidarity, and the coach was rehired oh like a day later. God. But it's like, you know, that does not look good for that owner. The son, like the best part about it is like the son walked out with them. Not a part of that story, and it's like I can only imagine them uh, him only walking out because he doesn't want his dad to embarrass him. Just like God, Dad, like I earned my playtime. Gosh, stop! You're being stupid. Hit you, Dad. The reason why I'm working, the reason why I'm walking out is because you took my tots. If it wasn't for my tots, I would have stayed here, Dad. Yeah, gross. Goddamn. 
But yeah. Jesus Christ. So base so it's a good thing that they got uh him rehired and whatnot. And I mean that shows a lot of respect for just one guy and everything else. Yeah, so. and this is the coach's first year. It's not like he has a long history with that team. This yeah. is, and he's done a lot to turn that team around in this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, it's some, I mean, yeah, it's loyalty, but it's not like it's some tenured, it's not like this is Nick Saban leaving Alabama or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because I totally get that reference. Nick Saban's like yeah, God in well, Alabama, I, basically. The best. Oh, okay. He's like, he's basically the, uh, he's the Bill Belichick of uh, college football. Mm-hmm. Well, except, except he doesn't cheat. He just, I was going to say, basically yeah. everybody who's not an Alabama fan hates the fucking guy. <laughs> It's all the best players in the country, and they come to Alabama. So that's basically, and he's like dope coach. So it's like that. So every every year they put out the best linebackers, the best corners, mm-hmm. the best running back, minus Trent Richardson, and uh, dope receivers. So it's like expects like uh, twelve people, to, uh, twelve Alabama guys to go with the drafts every year and get drafted like usually in the first three rounds. And they're like, you're like, damn, they just keep reloading, huh? They just keep reloading. Apparently, so, the de- apparently the devil had to say that the running back got drafted. <laughs> Corey, so, cut out really bad, so you became the devil. So, 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 so confirmed. <laughs> so confirmed. Saban is the devil. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> you can't even speak his name without okay, okay. the Colts coming out. So you just go in your mirror and Saban, 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 a running back just comes and tackles you in your mirror. <laughs> Too spooky for me. Uh, unless you kick it and they run it back for a touchdown. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's hilarious that's the only way to stop a save it is just yeah alabama did six. break lsu lsu's undefeated streak though this week as well um they, they did oh, shit. yeah a bunch of them got beaten too uh what was it with navy uh navy like upset the number 15 team in the nation yeah. that was awesome it's like yeah <laughs> go navy yeah like what the now oh yeah they beat memphis um and yeah, they're probably gonna drop out. Um, yeah, they're number fifteen. It's like it's like when you, you got, it's like when UNR it's like when UNR beat number four Boise State. A oh few my years god, back. you told me that story. Where, oh. <laughs> Isn't that the story oh, yeah. you told me where he like missed the uh, kickoff and like he was getting uh, death threats? Yeah, yeah, he missed two kicks in a row yeah. to win the game in oh. overtime. That's his fault. And I remember they said. Oh, I remember they said with that kick. That he cost the school twelve million dollars. <laughs> oh my God! I was like, Jesus, ruin your future in two kicks. <laughs> That's your job. You have one yeah. job. I literally. was like, God, like linemen have yeah. block, pick up linebackers, block edge rushers, uh, make sure you don't tripping over your own guys. And, and, and okay. if you're and if you're a center, you've got snap the ball. And then get your block, and then he'll clear a path. That's why I couldn't be a center. It's like, okay, how am I going to block somebody with my hand down for about half a second? Hey, hey dude, you uh, have you seen how quick centers are? Yeah. yeah no shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to look at, like, big, like, yeah. freaks of nature, just look at any NFL center. Or any center from Alabama ever in their history. Because yeah. they always have big corn-fed kids who are, like, just <laughs> maulers. Like, it's not fair. It's like, big birth. Funny enough, the, t- the player that I followed up, because... Uh, I was a center in I was a center in college, uh, not college. I was a center in high school, and uh, the guy before me who was the center on the team was a big corn-fed white boy we called Bama because <laughs> he was from Alabama. <laughs> he was he was like six he was like six five three hundred twenty pounds. Jesus Christ, <laughs> man, it's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah, he got he, he, he you. Yeah, he he went to. Yeah, what was amazing though was I was the only guy on the team that could block him when he was at nose guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Only because I was fast though. I was fast yeah. and freakishly yeah, strong. Uh, did you just say you were fast and furious? No, no, I was fast and freakishly strong. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was not fast and furious. Okay. It was not a long it's time without you, my friend. Great technique, right there. It shows you size is not everything. Exactly. Basically, I was fast enough and I was low enough to get under the guys they put in front of me, which that sounds mm-hmm. really gay now that I say that. <laughs> that was, which worked very well for your love life. You know what? I think it's time to use that as like an out of context intro. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> uh, ha! You fool! I'm the one who edits. Oh damn! No, that's not fair. <laughs> I get made being an asshole for not knowing what a twin is on our other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Corday, you're the other black guy who's yeah. a Philadelphia fan here. What is a twin? What? What is a twin? Yes, a twin like a person. Yes, twin like no, identical a twin. Like twin? Just nuts. Simple as that. I don't mean like Minneapolis and St. Paul. I mean what's twins? twins Siblings, like born twins. at the same time. Uh, yeah, born at the same time. Like actually, no, same. they're not born at the same time. They're born minutes apart. Uh, they're uh, <laughs> they're born in the same. They come from the same egg and develop in the same womb. And... Yeah. So what happened? So what Stop. happened is genius here said that Eli Manning was Peyton Manning's twin brother, and he's like, and they're like, he's ten years younger. He's like. <laughs> He's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's his twin. Mind me, even though he's ten years younger. It's like you can't, you can't abort a fetus ten years later. Archie tried. Exactly. <laughs> sure, you can. That explains the speech impediment that Eli has. It's like he's like, you're not a Cooper. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bottle, Eli. <laughs> We got to, we got to the we got to the cause of it. I, I saw it coming straight for me, and you all you kept doing you just see my mouth. That's why I talk like this now, Dad. Damn you, Dad! Why don't you love me like you love Peyton? Why don't you love me like you love Peyton? Huh? I got, I got two Super Bowls. I got two. You don't even have one, Dad. The Hall of Fame. Yeah, you have a winning season, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Hall of Famer that was on a bad team. You're right, Dad. He was the Hall of Famer. You suck just like the Saints. Oh my. I used to watch that game. I started the trend of wearing the bags on your heads. You're the Aints because you ain't my dad. Okay. Shots fired by Eli this week. <laughs> I know. Eli's mad as hell today, man. God damn. Oh, that's, that's fucking great, Corday. <laughs> Oh man, I was like, I really, I really I wish, high, man. I, 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 I wish your audience listened to our podcast so that you could do that at shows. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, he won. He shouldn't be upset. Yeah, he shouldn't be upset. He had a pretty good game. Uh, Smoked the hell out of those guys. But then again, it's you know Tampa, so yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's a thing. Yeah. Oh, by by the way, before we move on to football, but they almost, full- they almost lost too. I mean, they, they, they almost lose every. They almost eight. lose almost every week. Just about. <laughs> that's that's so true. true. But uh, and then Eli makes the save. <laughs> hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I okay. see a guy running across the middle. He's triple covered though. But I'm gonna throw it up. But he's gonna come down with it somehow. By the Eli way, managed. Is, is there is there a way we can is there a way we can do fantasy football by the quarter? Like, can I just have Eli Manning as my fourth quarter quarterback? 
Jesus Christ! There's just no stopping you. I don't know, so, Felix. You might want to, Felix. You might want to, um, you might want to, uh, what is it? Trademark that because you know DraftKings might come up uh, with that because they did it just for one week. You might do it for one quarter, and you just wait. To, like, shoot, if it if it was like a DraftKings for the fourth quarter. I, I would pick Tim Tebow every game. I would pick Tim Tebow every game because that's when he comes alive. He scored a touchdown. But first, you got to get on the team, though. But anyway, if he was on the team. <laughs> Did you mean to say Eli Manning? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so you said before we move on. I, I was kind of surprised not to see Tebow show up for the Cowboys, which we'll talk about that a little later. We're going <laughs> to – we'll talk about the Cowboys game a little yeah. later. But – uh but in the meantime, uh, I will say with Major League Soccer, my team, the Sounders, lost the conference semifinals so against FC Dallas. So FC Dallas and the Portland Timbers are playing for the West Coast, and the Columbus Crew and the New York Red Bulls are playing in the conference finals for the East Coast mm-hmm. for, in, uh, Major League Soccer's, uh, in Major League Soccer's finals. They do it, like, they do it <laughs> the same way you do any soccer tournament in Europe, which is really confusing because it's two games – and then it's between the two games, whichever team scores the most points mm-hmm. at home, or whichever, whichever team scores the most points with the home team having like an advantage. It's it's a really confusing way to it's a really confusing way to do it, but it works for Europe. So hey, we'll try it here in America. Yeah. Oh, and uh, also, oh, yeah, didn't uh, I'm sorry, like didn't rugby uh, now get like. Uh, accepted into the United States, and now there's going to be like a lot of rugby clubs uh, coming in soon. Yes, uh, pro rugby is uh, is uh, trying to rug- run a, a rugby a professional league in uh, North America for rugby union, which for hmm. rugby union is a 15 person rugby. Oh, jeez. Just, well, because there's yeah, there's rugby lot. union and rugby sevens. I mean, I don't know much about uh, the sport and whatnot. All I know is that it's a lot rougher than uh, football. But I mean, a lot of people. Seems to be really supporting this, and it's like for years, uh, you know, the the what is it? What is the uh, rugby organization? What is it called? Oh, pro rugby. <laughs> pro, oh, is that what it's called? Okay, it's yeah, literally... pro, pro rugby has been like <laughs> denying them access and everything else for so many years, and now it's finally starting to become like a real life thing. So. That's pretty cool. I mean, something yeah, that I can the, that's uh, a new sport that I'm interested in. Might yeah, uh, start watching it. Yeah, I've played uh, rugby before, and the initial six teams will be based in the Northeast, California, and I believe uh, they said the Rocky Mountains. Uh, I'll take a look at that one more time, real quick. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of big ass Hawaiian dudes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Northeast, the Rocky Mountains, and California. I guess that might be so that pretty much every time zone gets a team, but. But they haven't announced what the venues are yet. Okay. So uh, looking forward to this because that should be pretty. That should be pretty awesome. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, rugby's rugby's yeah. confusing, but rugby's I, fun. I mean, I honestly, I would just want to see it just because they get into so much like fights and shit like that, and it's just such a fucking rough sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. with like bloody noses uh, and shit uh, all at the same time. Even the women, like uh, Damn. I would yeah. just watch for the hakas yeah. and then just leave. Like, all right, those guys are crazy screaming at each other, dancing. Yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, oh, and they uh, play sports uh, after. Like, no. I thought it was just a performance. Uh, I don't uh, know. Honestly, with the rugby world cup, <laughs> it almost might as well be by now just uh, like have every team play to face New Zealand because <laughs> the All Blacks, like every forever every year, years. are in the finals. Yeah, I heard that, Sam. What? We're not going to pass by that. What? I, I heard it too. It was great. What? The All Blacks? I didn't say that. 
Mm-hmm. I said for a hundred years. <laughs> oh, no, oh, it's not like you said four hundred years. Four hundred oh, years. Oh, <laughs> no, I said for a hundred years, not four hundred years. Oh, okay. That's a better like joke, you. though. Let's go with that. <laughs> I was making a Rick and Morty reference. I've been watching a lot of Rick and Morty, so I just. <laughs> you know what? Get your shit together, okay? Just like Put it all together, all your shit. So it's together. You have to take it somewhere. You take it somewhere. You know, you can take it to shit museum. I don't care. You just got to get it together. Yeah, I actually uh, get your shit together. I I, I saw I saw that I, I uh, saw that at work because someone was playing Rick and Morty on the thing, and I walked in and it was that part that you were talking about. I'm yeah. like, that is funny as shit. I love the delivery Dude, of it too. Just the, the delivery of that scene is hilarious, and it got me into the show along with uh, the first episode my buddy showed me. Uh, at the end, like Morty's like he got pretty essentially drugged, and so he's all like incapacitated. And uh, Rick was just like screaming at him, like, we're going to do adventures. We're going to go on 100 adventures 100 times, 100 years, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty Adventures dot com. He starts going off of this crazy rant. So if you ever hear me say for 100 years, 100 times, 100 days or anything dot com, it's from that one scene. Uh, so go okay. go watch go you YouTube search Rick and Morty a hundred years and you'll see what I'm talking about. Hey, uh, oh, ooh, ooh! I just thought I just thought of a bad I just thought of an app idea because you were talking about it on your other podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like, but how could we not? I, I was going to say uh, <laughs> I'm going to type it in because I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Say it. On I don't. The podcast. I, I don't want to. I don't want to have to bleep this. But let's just say if you. Uh, if you need, like, it's for white chicks to meet black dudes. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Keanu, you could say if, it. If, so. you're, if you're in need of some big black dick. If you're needing some big black dick, hurry on down to hungdaddy.com. Hung, hungdaddy.com. Dang. <laughs> that, sounds more, that sounds like more of a gay site, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, they do have one for guys with huge wangs. I forget what it's called, though. <laughs> PeterNorth.com? I don't know. No, no, no. I, we actually talked about it. There's a okay, but anyway, it's not sports. All right, anyway, let's go to sports. <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, it's like we're we're talking about black dudes. That's sports, right? <laughs> hey, they kind of they kind of statistically. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Missouri, the football team, almost didn't have a sports team without all the black players. <laughs> Which so I technically, thought, exactly. Now, exactly. now, now, were the white were the white players just being assholes, or were they just not told about the strike? Yeah. I'm just kind of curious about. Did that they not one. show up for the picture? Or were they not allowed in the picture? <laughs> well, actually, uh, some like an anonymous football player of the University of Missouri team said that they was kind of split on it and like some some uh the co- some players and some of the coaches were split on it and then some of the players were mad that they, and wasn't supportive of the of the boycott of it and I'm just thinking you know those white players who uh, was like man we trying to win man but then I was thinking like what about the white players on the bench like hey man y'all go ahead boycott man like I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to play coach I'm good coach I got a scholarship too but you know now everybody's supportive so yeah, you know the the the, the second string kicker <laughs> was probably not a <laughs> second string kicker. Yeah, I want a partial scholarship. Black kickers, it's like black kickers. It's like fourth. It's like it's like it's like fourth string. Uh, it's like the fourth string guard was like fourth string long snapper. The fourth fourth string running back. <laughs> oh, we actually do have a black a white running back. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys sit out a little bit longer. Uh, I might have to do some stuff. Yeah, but we don't have enough linemen or any receivers. Or any quarterbacks, the linebacker. We'll run the ball. We could play with eight guys, right? <laughs> Just run it all day. Just run it. It's like, Just run it's, it. it's like three of you cheerleaders stand on the field. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck illegal formation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're going to get to the NFL. Because there's no. There's, by the way, uh, if you guys don't know this, we've murdered Gerg because there's a uh, no baseball. So yeah, so he's become useless to us. His, his use has been. Yeah. He's done. Sounds great. He, he's no longer useful to us. Oh, uh, we, we'll we'll have Gerg back on the podcast and um in the second of January when pitchers and catchers report. <laughs> He'll report back to this podcast. He's on his uh hundred day vacation or however long it is. So thirty 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 week thirty day hundred days hundred years hundred time. <laughs> no, I, I get I get though. so I get so confused with baseball. There's just way too many goddamn games in the season. Oh yeah, it's too slow for too me. Many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. too slow. But anyway, let's talk about a slightly less slow sport. <laughs> Football because there's really nothing going on in basketball right now. I, I tried to look up some stories. So, Other than uh, the fact that you know Derek except, Rose is uh, still being Derek Rose, and that's about it. So and, and Kobe Bryant's missing a bunch of shots. And yeah. uh, Kobe Bryant missing a ton of shots. So. And, and Stephen Curry still has a, year, and, and Stephen Curry still has an adorable daughter. And yep. he's still a fucking monster. Stephen? And the Warriors are still undefeated, and, and it's, the only and it's undefeated Stephen. team in the league, seven and zero, followed by the Jazz at four and two. So. Only undefeated, all conference, all home games. So and three and three road games win. So yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, we're gonna talk <laughs> about the NFL. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, all right. No, no, so no. we're so, know, so all right. So no. all right. I'm gonna start this out by talking about the big three. The big three right now. The, the big... Raiders, the Raiders, and the Raiders. Welcome. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, who are the, no. hold on. Who are the five best NFL teams of all time? I'll tell you. Raiders, 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 and Raiders because they spit out fire. The big three that we are talking I about. Say, I thought it's, it's Prince, the Revolution, and <laughs> Blouse. What's, uh, Shalimar, <laughs> and Mickey Free. But, uh, That's who it is. But, That's uh, big three. I threw, I, threw, I, threw, I threw an extra one in there. Throw an extra one in there. But uh, <laughs> what I was talking about is, uh, see, two of the big three had shit games this week, though. Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, I mean, it's not that they played shitty; it's that they didn't have anybody to play against. Like the bang, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, and the uh, <laughs> and the Bengals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Red Rocket and the Bengals had to face the Cleveland Browns and whoever they decide to play this week. Did Manziel start? I have no yeah, he started. <laughs> or, and I mean, he was actually pretty good um, against Browns yeah. and whatnot. Excuse me, Bengals. He's about as good as the he can be with the Browns. But he was actually pretty good. He was, you know, he found a couple uh, people in the end zone and everything else. It was, but uh, it's like he's, it's yeah, it's like he shows flashes. Like okay, like all right, I'm, he actually has talent. He can actually do something. But he, he scrambles around sometimes too much, and so that's like to his deficit. But then you realize, like when you look back and they show the replays. Oh, he's scrambling because no one's open. And then that one guy who's open across the field keeps like is covered by three people and then eventually gets open. That's why Johnny Menzel throws to us so late. Hey, Not man, you got to do what you got to do. That's always what he's done, though. He's just like, ah, nothing's open. I'm running, running. I'm keep running 100 years, 100 times. Dip on this guy. And then now he's not as fast as he used to be compared to everybody in college. So that's why he's not good anymore. Yeah, my, my question. He was never good. Sorry. My, my question on that really is. To differ. Uh, my, my question on that is how. Okay. He was. Yeah, my, my question is how, how, how are the Browns able to do this? Because they have a top three or five draft pick every fucking year, and every year they still manage to <laughs> fuck it up. They so. try, they try to take chances. That's the thing. They try to take chances on 
people that they well, think should be playmakers, and then they're just not. Yeah. Their their draft crew sucks. Like they really it is. Well, like, then I know because well, I'm a Raider fan. I know what that looks like. The, 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 the only <laughs> also uh, the, the only good the only good decision maker they've had come draft day was Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh. I still haven't seen that movie. You know, you know. At first, when I heard that, it, it's actually it's actually pretty interesting. What amazed me was that they were having they, they were having when it he gets in the draft room and like throughout the day. It's well, like pretty good. Yeah, it, it's actually really kind of insightful. But my question is like, I was amazed they were able to do that with an actual NFL team. It's like, who do we want to claim has the number one pick? It's like, oh, the Browns. No one's gonna no one's gonna get upset for us thinking the Browns are gonna have a losing losing season at some point. Because you know, if they'd have done that with the Cowboys, yeah. where they had the number one pick. People would be all sorts of pissed off. Well, well, well actually, the C- the Seahawks actually had the number one pick, and they traded up for it. So, which is the funny thing about it, because they, they was at seven, I believe, and the Seahawks was at one, and they traded up uh, three draft picks to get them. So that's a, actually a shot at the Seahawks because even with Richard Sherman and all of them, they still had a losing season. So any Niners fans out there would be happy about that, but I don't care because the Legion of Boom is actually pretty good. So yeah, so yeah, so, but, it, but so, that uh, move was believable. The, the the Browns would do something dumb like that for <laughs> a guy who was afraid to get hit. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, the other num- the other undefeated team is uh, the Patriots, and they played the Washington uh, D.C. football team name. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington the Wa- D.C. The Washington Caucasians. The <laughs> Washington Caucasians. That's- but I mean, here's the thing: like, or you just you knew this was going to just be a lopsided game because you know, yeah. I'm Washington. Surprised, I, didn't, I'm surprised they didn't run up the score like the assholes they are. Yeah, but like, the, I mean, the thing was this though: there were some times where the Patriots. I mean, hell, Tom Brady threw an interception right into the hands of Washington. So I mean, it's not that bad. Uh, that bad. And honestly, it was just just a lopsided game. It's just what happens when you have a unstoppable force meet a movable object. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, easily movable. On top of that, we, on top of that, we had the uh, one game that was actually interesting for an undefeated team. Well, oh, no, no, sorry. We had we had a game that was interesting for a team that remained undefeated. Okay, I got to admit it now. The Panthers are the real deal this year. Panthers. I have a feeling. Are, yeah. You, yeah. They can't fight the feeling, man. It's, 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 you I'd know. Same thing. I'd say the same thing. A. a- Ron. A. a- Ron Rodgers took the uh, Packers down there, and you know they weren't able to bounce back from the patenting that they received last week. They got <laughs> handily destroyed. Just about. They they got picked apart. That's what it looked like. Like they were in the game, but it's like these are your weaknesses, and we're gonna point them out with the highlighter. Like these are we're gonna exploit everything that's weak about you. There's not much. But we're gonna find every weakness you have, and they did it. And I was like, "Good God!" However, I don't, I don't want to count out Packers funny, right now. No, I won't. I don't, no, I'm, I won't count them out. I'm just saying yeah. that they're. Uh, that I'm, I'm not gonna count them out. I'm just saying that uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say shit about the Panthers because they're just the Panthers are proving that they're the real deal this year. That they finally got something they can work with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until well, okay. here's the thing, though. I mean, uh, they've had two really close games. I mean, granted, yeah, okay. had, there's that. But then it's like now when you look at the Panthers and everything, they're still eight and along with uh, you know two other teams. But let's look at their freaking schedule right now. And wow, they actually have a pretty smooth schedule for like the next four weeks. So these are probably going to be you know next four games. The yeah, these four next four yeah next four weeks. So they're going to have pretty you know just smooth sailing. Well, well, I, what, what's their schedule like the rest of uh, the time? All right, so next week they're playing Tennessee, then oh. the Washington D.C. Redskins. Oh no, no, not the, can't say that name. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is there an embargo on using the word Redskins? <laughs> 
Oh, because they're not a trademark team anymore. So, we... <laughs> I mean, so we, but that's their name. They're still the Redskins. Their matter. skin is red. They're they're potatoes. We're gonna call them. We're gonna call them the potatoes. But, red uh, potatoes. They, they, they play like about that. as well as potatoes. potatoes too. <laughs> but after Washington, you got at the Cowboys, then at the Saints, and then finally at the Falcons. Yeah, those like the I, next I, four or five games and whatnot. I think the uh, the, the Falcons the, started so Saints, strong too. Saints. I think the Saints and the Falcons might be actually tough games for them. Yeah, because uh, division division rivals, you never can count those games out. And they always, you know, no matter what your record is, that you got they always play each other tough. So. It was like, oh, it's a pretty easy schedule. I'm like, but you still got Drew Brees. And then the defense sucks, but division rival teams, you guys play each other twice a year. So it was like, I feel like that would be like a closer game than most people think. Then on top so. of that, the Saints will be playing at home. So. Oh, yeah. Well, no, actually, it's funny about the Saints. They've been sucking at home for like a while now, which is ridiculous. Like, they don't have that home field advantage like they used to. But in the yeah, division, they still might away. be. It's still. It's still. Mm-hmm. I remember, shoot, last year they lost to the. I think the Saints lost to Tampa and only won two games. That was that was one of the, that was one of the two games they won. It was against the Saints. So mm-hmm. hey, you know, division rivals is unpredictable. So yeah, and uh, and and speaking of, we uh, we're going to talk about the team that the Colts finally wake the fuck up and <laughs> and beat the yeah. until now somehow undefeated Broncos because Peyton was not playing strong this entire season. Well, that's what happens when you catch them sleeping. Simple as yeah. that. You know, you think that you can just, you know, dumb it down. You can phone it in a little bit. And then guess what? Andrew Luck gets lucky. And, you know. Yeah, Andrew Luck is like, I'm like, going to start playing good now. It's like, <laughs> like, I'm tired of trying really hard and losing. Yeah. yeah like, okay, I'm going to actually I'm gonna try hard this entire game and actually put up some numbers and be halfway decent this time. And I'm happy because I'm in I'm, the I'm AFC stop. West. So any, any yeah. Denver loss is a good loss. I'm going to stop forcing balls. Yeah. I'm gonna stop forcing balls in the, into the, people's mouths, Cordae. And, and, and then I'm gonna just like look for the open guy, huh? No, uh, I don't. I don't. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, I don't force anything. Um, I'm not. No. Anyway, back to the back to the Colts. So Andrew Lux forces uh passes in the double coverage. <laughs> that was a weird. That was a weird pause. That was a weird uh-huh. break. I don't uh force anything into mouth. Uh, that that, that. So uh, Andrew Luck, huh? How about that? And then the Satan like showed up again. He was like, "Let's talk about the Colts." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, I mean, Colts. Yeah, they woke up and they dethroned another uh, the Broncos. And now I honestly have a feeling like, what's the Broncos' next record and whatnot? Uh, Chiefs, Bears, Patriots. That's going to be something. Don't sleep on the Chiefs. The Bears, uh, you can, and then the Patriots are just gonna ah, uh, like I'm, I'm kind of like we need we need Denver to lose, but I also just want to see Patriots lose equally as bad. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, uh, Brady has beaten Manning more times than Manning has beaten Brady, so that's a thing right there. Well, Which what, Manning what? are we talking about? Yeah. Waka Waka. <laughs> You know the one that has that throws no touchdowns and still wins that one, um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the Patriots. Uh, I have a feeling that they, that would be a definitely a good game for Denver, and I have a feeling that I, as much as I hate to say it, I have a feeling that the Patriots will win that one. Someone hit, kill Tom Brady. Somebody hit him and like hurt him and be like, all right, stop, stop it, shut up. You're not, you know, stop. I really want someone. Where's to hurt Bernard him. Pollard when you need him? Right. 
Go for the knees. Oh, wait, real quick question, quick question. Yeah. Did um the Broncos start Vernon Davis? I am not sure I didn't watch that game actually. Uh, I don't I don't think so. Until the end. Uh, so. I was about to say because like, you know, because then it'd be like uh that meme how it shows how you go from two to six uh and to seven and no in one trade and one phone call, and then now all of a sudden as soon as he's on the freaking winning team, yeah, he just yeah, makes some blues. <laughs> yeah, that'd be checked up, man. <laughs> Oh man! All right. He uh he only had like he had like one one target like one pass thrown to him all game, and then uh Owen Daniels was like, oh they trying to get rid of me, and he went up, he went for like a hundred yards receiving and a touchdown. So he's trying to hold on to that job before Ver- before the black man comes and steals it. That's the only time the black man wins is in sports. <laughs> wow, Jesus, Christ. <laughs> damn man. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Sorry, I don't I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. All my American pride. The microphone's taking over. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I mean, the Niners won a game. Let's talk about Blaine Gabbard a bit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you were to, if uh, Felix, if you were to look at yourself five years ago, did you ever think that you would ever say the phrase, "Hey, let's take a look at Blaine Gabbard"? No. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Where, where was where was he sucking that year? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the point is, nobody cares about Blake Gabbard, <laughs> or or nobody did until today. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, who who does that? I mean, my thing is just like Kaepernick. You know, I don't feel bad for the guy. <laughs> like he talked, he did a little flexy in his arm. Thought he was all bad. Thought he went to Super Bowl. And then he just loses – he legitimately loses his job. And then the the bench guy, the old man, comes and is like, you know what? We're going to win. And, and he takes them. And, he, and they win yeah, yeah, all, he, and, and in front of all hundreds of Niner fans, which is great. Yeah. he uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, this is a guy from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That says a lot. <laughs> by, by, by the way yeah. he, Jacksonville didn't want him he, he does he does have yeah. uh, he does have the Jaguars record for most rookie starts at at quarterback which was 14 he started almost all the games as a rookie which tells you about the absolute depth that the Jaguars had yeah Jesus Christ yeah that was that was also when he started even worse though because remember they had David Garrard at the time and they cut David Garrard in training camp and it was like oh we got Blaine Gabbard so he's gonna He's gonna be our future, and then they went. They became the terrible franchise that they are now. Like at least with David Garrard, they were relevant. Like they was always on the cusp of the playoffs with him, but he kept getting hurt towards the end of the season. But like, like then, like when they cut him, it was everything was just downhill from there. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Sammy, do you want to visit your painful week? My painful week. You know what? That's not really painful when you look at the score. Well, you look at the score. The only yeah. thing that was painful was that nobody could hold on to the damn ball in that game. So we're talking about, obviously, the Steelers versus the Raiders. Most hated rivalry almost in all of Raider history. And it's like the Raiders didn't want to win until about five minutes left because – Actually, I don't. I don't even know what you could do. All I know is that DJ Hayden is a liability, and he should be like he should be cut. And by cut, I mean they oh my reopen. God. They should reopen the oh chest in his the the thing that heart surgery he had. Rip that open and take out his heart because he doesn't have one anyway. He don't play with any heart. He cheats. He yeah. holds a guy and still gets burned. You can do one or the other. Get burned and don't cause a five yard penalty and a free play, or 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 hold the guy and make sure he doesn't catch the damn ball. Don't do both. I, yeah, like honestly, I'm just saying if you let yeah, a, like, a receiver go 280 yards on you for most of the game, I don't care if yeah. he's the best in the league. I don't care if he's good. They, you know, 
he's the only one catching the ball. So you got to get in front of him, got to get inside him, got to punch him in the stomach. <laughs> you got to do anything you can, right? Yeah, stick your finger up his butt. I don't care. Do what you got to do to get in his head and throw him off his game because obviously your coverage isn't good enough. So yeah. the only thing I can think of is, one, uh, the uh, Steelers were targeting the players' heads and the ball because uh, Latavius Murray got knocked out in that game like like evil. Like, guy hit him right in the head and just he went loose. His body went limp. And that happened a couple times where guys were getting hit to like helmet to helmet, and they weren't calling any of it. And it was kind of pissing me off. Um, the second thing was uh, – huh? Go ahead. I was saying they were targeting uh, they were targeting guys' legs, too. I remember at the time Crabtree scored that touchdown. Uh, uh-huh. Mike Mitchell went, like, went, after, went after his leg at the same – after his knee at the same time. Yeah. So he, and, he was out there trying to hurt people. So yeah, and, like, oh, and, um, but uh, here's the, one of the biggest takeaways I have from that game. Uh, one, Derek Carr will keep us in games. Two, uh, our defense will lose the game for us very handily because they just obviously did. Three, Charles Woodson has to retire this year. He can't wrap up anymore. He can't wrap up. And what good is the safety if he can't wrap up? Like he's, I mean, he's going to, he's going to ball hawk unless he can do that. And we have better people around him. He can't stay in the league hurting himself every other play, you know, taking two plays off because he hurt his shoulder again. And lastly, this is the biggest takeaway. Derek Carr is being treated like an elite quarterback. And I say this is the reason why, because last year he got the bejesus knocked out of him, man. Like people were hitting him late, hitting his legs, hitting his, you know, hitting him in the right in the gut, hitting him with the helmet to helmet. He didn't get a call. Somebody came a little late after his legs and took out his legs. He got the flag immediately. So w- w- the last time the Raiders got a roughing the passer flag in their favor, I was probably in middle school. It was no, I was probably in middle school, and it was probably Rich Gannon. I'll tell you that because every other one of our guys has gotten the crap beat out of them, and Derek Carr finally got a call in his favor. So that's the biggest takeaway, and. Uh, we needed that game. That's the only thing. We needed that game, and the only benefit to come out of it is that Roethlisberger's hurt. I don't know for how long, but that uh, that keeps them from being super competitive, which means they could lose more, which means that we can maybe take that wild card back from them just by wins and losses. End rant. Uh, it's well, been, then. It's, it's just yeah. – it's been a very weird season. <sighs> but uh, in, in general, like it's just – Yeah, it's like – um. What was, what was the game I was looking at? Uh, like there, there's a game. I'm like, trying to think of what the game was. I was looking at badminton. Just weird, but badminton's weird. <laughs> but uh, not caring about the Jed. We're almost through. We're almost through the games. Anyone can, gives a can shit we talk about, about? Can we talk about? Can we talk about? You know, what, we finally we finally get to talk about the game this week. The game that two out of the four of us is very hyped for. Well, no, real quick though, real before we get to the one hyped idea, can we talk about the Broncos game and Akeem Talib poking the guy out? Oh yeah, the guy's eye out? And, and he's appealing. He has a one-game suspension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, Captain Insano shows no mercy. <laughs> like he straight up just gouged him in the eye. Like, hold on, I, I'm for eye gouging and any sort of gouging in the trenches because it's no holds barred in there. And I've done it. I'm not a good person for doing it, but. He's gonna like, oh, we're in an argument, poke in the eye. <laughs> like, what the what kind of chicken shit is that, man? Yeah. Oh my god. That's, that's that's like that one kid, like like when you and when you and somebody getting into it, and that one guy walks up and just like in for no reason, like like a cheap shot, pokes you in the eye, like for real. You gonna poke me? I'm not even talking to you, man. This ain't got nothing to do with you. I don't even say nothing to you. So cheap shot, 
dirty, dirty play. And he called it an he, honest mistake. If you mistake. want to do it, yeah, honest mistake. I was like, he said he um he said it was an accident. He, he missed or somebody he wasn't trying to poke him. And I was like, what? You weren't trying to what? With two fingers? Who who, like, who puts their hand in someone's face with two fingers? Like it, guys, yeah. guys, though, you want to know how fucking bizarre the season is? Mm-hmm. That basically the Texans are almost tied for first with uh, <laughs> with the Colts in the AFC South. That's just because the division sorry as balls. <laughs> I know, right? The, the AFC South is it's like terrible. It's like yeah, the Titans, the Jaguars, the te- Texans, and the Colts, all yeah. less than stellar teams this year, <laughs> to put it mildly. I'm just gonna put it this way: It's weird that the Raiders are in playoff the contention. That's what I have to say. this weekend was that, uh, yeah, yeah. The funniest, the funniest thing was uh, before this. It was like you had the the Broncos eight zero leading division, the uh, the Patriots eight zero leading division, the uh, or and then the Bengals eight zero leading division, and then you had the Colts at three and four. Lead the division, and then like all the wild card people had better records than the Colts. And I was like, I was like, yo, this that division sucks. Like, yeah, it's it terrible, like, man. It was like two years ago, we were like eight and eighteen. It was the first eight and eighteen or the first non winning team to make the playoffs. I forget what division it was, but seven. It was uh, it well, it one time and Pete Carroll's first year, it was the Seahawks at seven and nine, and then last year it was uh the Panthers at six, eight, and one. But because they beat the Falcons and had less losses, because the Falcons finished at seven and nine, and the Panthers finished at six, eight, one, they had the better record. It was so because breaking down before if the Panthers had won, the uh, Panthers could go six, seven, and have two ties and still, and then uh, and if um if the Falcons won eight games. It would still have the better record and would still go to the playoffs over if the Falcons finished eight and eight instead of seven and nine. Which I was like, that's ridiculous because the pet Oh, he turned into oh, a dog. Explaining football and then all I heard is and then rap, rap, rap. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I thought that was funny. Corday's turning into a demon half the time. Yeah, but uh he's making a good point too. Uh, I was excited to hear it. Yeah, but like it's Yeah, my, my service sucks. Yeah, it's uh, I here's here's the thing, the night like the Niners aren't out of playoff contention yet, which is weird. Even despite what? despite being last in their division, they're not out of playoff contention yet. Like, well, at least for the wild card, mm-hmm. because the way the uh, the way the NFC is going, like if you just uh, take a look right now and look up the uh, standings by division, mm-hmm. the Niners are three six and zero, although the Seahawks and Rams are both four uh, four four and zero. Mm-hmm. And you know the Seahawks and Rams, so that's not exactly a. Uh, they can go either way at this point. Yeah. They're they both playing inconsistently. Exactly. So you know if Blaine Gabbert uh, turns it around, right? Again, if, weird sentence. Another thing you thought you'd never say when Blaine Gabbert turns it around, <laughs> and it's not the sole cause of the failure at hand. Jesus Christ! Is... Uh, I'm I'm just saying the Raiders need to pull out a couple and the Denver Broncos need to just uh, once it starts getting cold I hope uh, Peyton Manning's arthritis kicks in because <laughs> that man is old and so I hope I hope it kicks in and he starts getting cold and starts getting throwing more picks because he threw a ball up that had it was a it was the lamest of ducks man like he put everything he had into it he wound up he threw it and it just floated and I was sad a little bit no I'm serious I was sad because it was on target it was perfect on target. But this receiver had to slow down. When is the last time Peyton Manning's receiver had to slow down to catch a ball of his? 
like oh, he usually has it usually has it on time and i was just like oh no peyton you're done you can't do it and so kansas city the, chiefs they ain't coming the, back yeah the uh you said the last time a receiver had to slow down before to, uh, to get peyton manning. Was last week <laughs> i believe it was last week when he threw three duds that dead <laughs> so oh, uh how the mighty have fallen so uh i a corday yeah. keanu yeah y- y'all have been waiting to talk about this yeah 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 but uh yes after coming off of our bye we did exactly what we were hounding to do and that was hashtag beat dallas however i have to say it was a nail biter um for us to win in overtime we'll, we'll actually get to that uh and whatnot but like Oh the, oh, the controversy surrounding your overtime? Yeah, controversy surrounding our overtime, and then controversy surrounding the fucking teams that we were playing, plus the ref. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was some bullshit, uh, Maxwell, but that was not a passing advance. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so, yeah. you know, it was Bradford against Castle, you know, the filler in for Tony Romo. And, I mean, Castle, he was on point. You know, like, he found Beasley a couple of times where we could not – you know, defend Beasley. We just kept letting him get in those touchdowns and everything else. And then all you, you know, all of a sudden, you know, his stats are up. He's doing like a hundred yards of uh, this game, and that's kind of fucking crazy and shit like that. Uh, you know, them putting up the numbers, and then we're just battling back. You know, left to right. Demarco Murray. If you can remember the last time we played Dallas, he only averaged like two. Well, he only got like a total of what two yards. You know, only averaged like point two yards per carry, and that was just fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, and then all of a sudden, DeMarco is in Dallas's face. Like, you know, I honestly feel like we're starting to get a little bit of chemistry going on offensive wise. However, here's the problem now, you know, with due to the injuries that we've had, you know, with Kiko Alonso and everything else on defense, they're now just getting back into it. But the rookie, you know, Jordan Hicks, he was supposed to, uh, you know, be the guy that stepped up. And now as of today, he has a season-ending en- uh, injury for the pectoral muscle, and uh, yeah, he's out. So now we are down one of our, you know, linebackers. No. And um, yeah, so now it's like we're in a we're in a questionable uh, thing right now with Kiko Alonso. Is he going to step up and everything else, or is uh, or is this going to be honestly like the Eagle season? It's like we got we got rid of Tony Romo back in uh, that one week. Now they're getting rid of one of our best players. However, now. Offensive wise, I am so fucking happy that, you know, but fuck Matthews over here. Jordan Matthews can finally learn how to catch a goddamn ball because he was one of the key players of that game uh, this uh, you know, last uh, night. Uh, yeah. Especially when we ran into freaking overtime and on our first drive, we did a walk off touchdown, even after that one play got uh looked like a fumble, but then it was uh, overturned and everything else. So, yeah, we freaking beat it. It was a nail-biting game, but uh, I am proud that the Eagles beat Dallas. And now we go on to, I think, who's our next uh, Who's the next game? I think it's Miami. Yeah, it's Miami. So hopefully we have, you know, something to do. <laughs> yeah, so uh, where, where do the Eagles stand right now? We are 4-4, four and four, a 500 team. Uh, I believe we are second place in the NFC East uh, underneath the Giants. Right behind them. Um, right Manning. Okay. All I know is that apparently, <laughs> apparently Lane Johnson was put in quote unquote a little extra mustard on Greg Hardy blocks because man, fuck that guy. Oh my God, fuck yeah. Greg. Greg no, no, Hardy no, was no, in no, our you, face, you, and then you know what? You know, you, you know what? 
Can we say? Can we say? Uh, can we say fuck Uncle Jerry? Fuck Uncle Jerry. Yeah, man, Jerry. Uh, Jerry West. That's the name, right? Jerry West. No, not, not Jerry West. Uh, Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones. What? Oh, Jerry Jones. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to figure out who Jerry West was. I was like, I like Jerry Jones. I don't know why I came up with that name. I like Jerry Jones because he's one of the old, like old timey NFL owners still that's alive. Like <laughs> you know, like the. Like Al Davis was, so he like he don't care, right? He's like, as long as you play good football, I don't care if you beat your girlfriend and stuff. So he's very old school, but it's like, oh yeah, we found the pictures of him, the pictures of the girl. Yeah, he's he's working on it because we need a player on the defensive line. <laughs> like when when you fully admit it, it's like, yeah, I mean, we, we knew that we'd be looked at for this, but I mean, we're trying to win games. It's like that's not how you deal with that issue, Jerry. You know, there's right. some. You know, there's some PR guy in the. Uh, you know, there's some PR guy in the Dallas office just writing a suicide note as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, but one thing I did, I did have, to, I did forget to mention just, um, about the Dallas and Cowboys game. Now, I hate the Dallas Cowboys with all my heart here, but I got to give props to Des Bryant. Uh, I don't know about you. If you saw it, Corday, that one play that uh, Castle just, it looked like he was throwing out of bounds, but suddenly Des Bryant fucking climbed out of nowhere, caught it. That wasn't that. What that ball was not directed to him. It was it was going out of bounds. Like he stepped up and got it. That was a play. <laughs> I gotta applaud you on that, Brian. You got a big mouth, but uh, yeah, you. Whew, okay, yeah. so you know how to make some plays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw I, I saw that play. I was like, oh, this is a pick for sure. Uh, Michael Jenkins, uh, uh, Walter Thurman the uh, third, one of our other Nolan Carroll. Somebody's gonna come up and get this interception. What the did is this? I, you know, you know when Des Bryant came up, dabbing out that ball. You know, what I thought I was like, this is that that three flies up game where we just throw the ball up in the air, whoever got the best hands or jumps up, come down with it, and Des Bryant just showed that he has the best hands and has the best jumping ability out of everybody. I was oh like, are you? Are, he got a bad foot. How, you gonna let you gonna let him jump you? Oh, what what? Oh my god! And then and then at, at one point during the game, I'm like literally watching it, like and I'm like getting like upset because it's just terrible yeah the game just looks terrible i'm just like our starting quarterback who's supposedly healthy <sighs> is looking just like their third string was quarterback who they signed a few weeks ago like our offensive passing game looks terrible our receivers aren't getting open jordan matthews isn't doing nothing nelson aguilar's in- inactive josh mm. huff nothing riley cooper's racist ass got hurt I'm glad. Um, and then I'm just. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, 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 I, I have to be truthful. And then I'm just like, I'm looking at our running game, right? And I'm just like, we got 54 honestly, running backs and no receivers. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm just looking at. It, I'm just like, yo, we need to pick a running back and stick with it. Like if Ryan Matthews could stay healthy for an entire game or a several game stretch, I would honestly give the ball to him more because when they be running those sweet plays, he hits it way harder than Demarco because that's not Demarco's game. But yeah, that's not. He'd be elusive. He'd be elusive. He'd be getting yards. He'd look like he's about to break one if he get one more block every single time. And then I never get why we have why we use Darren Sproles in the red zone. Like I feel like that's Demarco time. Like line us up. Let's go straight ahead. Let's like pound it. Let's have two tight ends. Selleck and uh, Zach Ertz and go straight ahead with us. Then then also I'm just like our offense is inactive. Mm. Because we only run the ball and our receivers can't get open. Yeah. So why don't we use our tight why don't we use our tight ends more? Selig's a great blocker and can go up the seam. Zach Ertz is supposed to be supposed to be his Pro Bowl breakout gear. 
if our receivers can't get open, why don't we utilize our tight ends more? That like like that doesn't make sense to me. We have two Pro Bowl caliber tight ends, and our and we have one receiver, Jordan Matthews, who drops the ball who drops the ball most of the time, but then he makes one play in overtime to seal the deal. But I'm like. We need to well, fix this. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, the thing is this, though. You can't really be too mad at Matthews because the thing is he knows what he needs to work on. Like, uh, if you looked at the Eagles practice and whatnot, he ran that entire practice, you know, every route. No matter how many times he, you know, dropped the ball, he kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. He's dedicated. He knows that he wants to be, uh, you know, that star player. Because he right. knows the Eagles yeah. needs a star player, that one that yeah. can make plays. So I'm going to exactly. give it up to him. You know, Jordan, you got a lot, a lot to learn, yeah. but you have what it takes to be a star player. You just got to get I'm, I'm just, on the ball. Yeah, I'm just saying he's only a second year guy, and it's it was too much to expect him to like be our number one go to. Can beat press coverage, can beat double teams, stuff like that. I'm yeah. just saying we should have got rid of all our weapons or at least draft somebody like Nelson Aguilar. He's been hurt here, but I'm like. Okay, Riley Cooper, you want to have the best blocking receiver in the league, but you can't catch a single pass to get open. We need to help us out or something. Because, Riley, I never see you making plays. I never see you doing anything. Except that one game, well, he made one touchdown, like, in our last game last week and then got hurt right after that was, like, didn't see him for the rest of the game. So I'm just like, we need other, we need help outside more or just, like, all right, just, just do a two tight end thing and have Matthews on the outside so he can keep developing. We need to change it somewhat. Is basically what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, the, that way, Sam Bradford can get in a rhythm somehow because because he looks like in, just inaccurate or just like he doesn't want to get hit. Or he's something. scared. He's scared. Simple as that. I mean, honestly, we have two bad yeah. quarterbacks leading our you know our team. <laughs> I, I can't say it. I mean, Mark Sanchez isn't even better, like even <laughs> as good as you know Bradford, but it's like we have two just uh, I, I I can't. I don't even know how to really compare them. Honestly, they're, they're just they're just bad. Do. Yes, I literally can't even. They're just bad. It's like I honestly miss. The funniest. Uh, I don't know what's funny. That's hilarious. The funniest thing I seen was on the sideline. I saw. uh, (laughs) The funniest thing I saw Mark Sanchez on the sideline with like a fresh comb over because he knew he was going to be on Sunday Night Football. Because most of the time Mark Sanchez always wears his helmet, but this time was the one time he had it off the whole time. It kept. Fixing his comb over to make sure it looks good on the Sunday night lights. I was like, "Come on, I know what you're doing, man." Because you're not getting playing time, so you just gonna wear that. You gonna be got, huh? So what do you? I mean, uh, before we like head off to the other teams and stuff like that, I'm breaking up and I. Yeah. And the darkest. One question I have, okay, uh, Corday, like we are currently, we're still in the running for, uh, you know, playoffs, you know, uh, for the NFC East. All we really got to do is just keep it consistent and be with New York. Do you think Bradford will stay healthy enough to make it into the playoffs if the Eagles happen to get, you know, more consistent and uh, getting winning winning record? Or do you think they're going to bench Bradford for the playoffs and put Mark Sanchez in because now you got a real healthy quarterback? I, I mean, I think – I don't think the, the – like how you said earlier, I don't think the problem is that Sam Bradford's health. I think he's just scared, like you said. He's scared. He's not stepping into throws. He's uh think he's going to get hurt his knee again because he happened two years in a row. So mm-hmm. what, if he get over, gets over that, or just make it simple, let's let's do the read option. Let's, let's throw quick passes with Sam Bradford. Let's get receivers – or let's get receivers on our tight ends just – simple routes to make things quick. That way we can just keep running quick plays. Trying to go deep with it seems like they try to do, and that's when uh, he gets opened up and exposed to, like, maybe a hit's coming. That's when he gets scared and doesn't step into it as much. I feel like if we, like, change the office like that, we could go to the playoffs. I mean, because, honestly, if we put Mark Sanchez in, 
he's just going to tease everybody. He's going to show these flashes, but he's going to have those game crucial, like those crucial interceptions late. And they're going to be almost in playoff contention, but he's going to have to win those like three interception, terrible games. And then we were out by one, like all last year, he just teased us the whole time. Yeah, like, sure. We yeah. were four or three down the stretch, four street, four or three down the stretch, uh, one or two games out of uh, going to the wild card. And then he just like, you know, like, yo, like, yo, I would rather, I would rather have Mark Sanchez play terrible and get like a high draft pick instead of him teasing us for seven games out of the year and then just not going to playoffs still and just be late, having a late draft pick. Yeah, with uh, so that's how I feel. Yeah, and choose a running back. Stop, stop change, interchanging everybody. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. Chip Kelly is too indecisive. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, what, by the way, uh, the controversy yeah. surrounding the end of that game, though, which uh, which part? The coin toss. We won that. Stop. I don't give a shit what anybody says. We won that goddamn coin toss. The thing was this, though. Honestly, I just have a feeling. I know I know. this is honestly just me being a biased Eagles fan and whatnot, but it felt like we were honestly facing off against the refs and the Cowboys at the same time. It's like no matter what happened, it was always against us. Pass interference, that was honestly yeah. not nowhere near a pass interference uh, flag called him uh, Maxwell. Yeah. And then it's like the fumble with Ryan Matthews. His knee was down. Of course, yes, the ter- uh, call got overturned, but it's like it shouldn't have been. It should have been ruled dead long ago. If you you know if the person's knee goes down, the ball's dead. Play's over. You know, it's like that should have been just stopped. Yeah, it's just and, it's honestly the dumbest thing ever. And, and the crazy thing about, about Maxwell, I I've seen him get pass interference calls when he actually interfered. And that that one on Dez, that was not pass interference. Like. Like no, nah, like like Maxwell sometimes can't cover. Or he's just not he's not a physical corner at times. And mm-hmm. the play I saw where they got passing friends, I'm like, come on now. That's the one time he actually did do nothing. I feel like we should use to me. I feel like we should use Nolan Carroll more on yeah. like the, the team's number one like receiver because it seems he's he could play the scheme more because Maxwell he likes to play off. He's not a physical guy. He just like he's run. He can run with them, but he can't cover as well. And he's still adjusting. He, he's like coming along, but he shouldn't be our number one corner. We should use Nolan Carroll on a lot of guys. He's to me, he's the be- he's the better of the two. Well, now these guys got to step up. Honestly, now that we're missing one of our linebackers and everything else, so let's just yeah. hope. Let's yeah. honestly just hope they can uh, keep it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. Shit, you guys. Shit, Miko about- was out last night too. <laughs> so shit, you guys talked about the the uh, Eagles this podcast. Like Will and Sam talk about the Raiders every podcast. <laughs> We, 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 we finally got a second. Yeah, we finally got a second. <laughs> and two weeks of straight, two weeks of straight winning too. We won two two straight weeks in a row, so we was juiced. Me and Keanu was was contemplating just having a podcast last week. Just me and him talking about how good our Eagles was looking. So. <laughs> Jeez, like wasn't that a nice win? Yes, that was a nice win, Keanu. I was loving it. I was like my my uh, I was singing praises for my for our Eagles. Yes, yes, I was. Yes, I was. I was singing on national and the fly Eagles. Right? Fly. Oh my god! Fly. Yeah. So, so 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 quick question: Anyone give a shit about the game tonight? Bears Chargers? Um, no. I do because my fantasy football team is currently <laughs> down. So 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 here's the thing: I'm playing a guy who's six and two. I'm two and six, coming off two week uh win winning victories. <laughs> I'm going for three. I'm at 99.05 points. He's at 104.47. We both have Chargers receivers. <laughs> so he has, he has Antonio Gates at tight end. I have uh, Stevie or Stefan or what's your actual name? Stevie Johnson. Stevie, and, Stevie Johnson. Stevie and Johnson. so I so if so I have to like Stevie Johnson yeah. if he gets all the receptions because he's still due for about six more points. He could be win the game for me as long as Antonio Gates doesn't catch anything or like a touchdown. So like exactly. if Stevie Johnson 
catches a touchdown, I win. But if he doesn't catch any more, I lose. Well, <laughs> you know why? Hold on. But you know who put me in this position? Eddie Lacy. Well, because Eddie Lacy had one fumble he, lost and ten rushing yards. He was my number one pick. So, so how many people do you think started? Uh, how many people do you think forgot to start Drew Brees again this week? <laughs> uh, I didn't. He put up twenty eight points, baby. One rushing and three passing touchdowns. Hold on. What did Bortles do? Because Bortles was my man. <laughs> Bortles. Bortles put up 17. That would have been a not terrible Bortles show. got like 22 points. Yeah, Bortles, Bortles put up two yeah. passing touchdowns. We got sacked six, uh, sacks, sacked six times. Dang, say that three times fast. Sacked six times. Sacked six times. Sacked six times. Seriously, you know you're bad. You know Eddie Lacy's is doing bad when Taiwan Jones scores more. Wait, 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 what? Taiwan Jones scored more fantasy points than Eddie Lacy. Uh, is that is, is that a guy from a black exploitation martial arts film or is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, he's also the backer for the Raiders who, cost, who, who actually lost us the game. He fumbled a uh, he fumbled a kick return on the, like the ten yard line. So uh, Taiwan yeah, Jones. he should he might as well. That might be his second line of work. But uh, yeah, Taiwan Jones. I wouldn't be in this predicament. Nah, man. Jones, I started him over Eddie Lacy for God's sakes. Hell, Darren nah, man, scored more than him. Man, to me, uh, DJ Hayden is the key to y'all. The key to every like every time, every time I watch the Raiders game and I always see a big play. I see Hayden Hayden running behind a person, or Hayden like the like the play that uh Bryant Antonio Brown broke open. DJ yeah. Hayden tripped up his got tripped up the defender who was covering him, and then that's why he ran deep. I was just like, get Hayden out there. And every time DJ Hayden gets burnt, somehow he's hurt and misses two plays and comes right back in the game. Like he's yeah. like, oh, I got burnt. Oh, my shoulder. Oh, my ankle. Oh, and then oh. he's right back in two plays there like nothing. Oh. Oh, I got hurt. Don't cut me, please. Because Charles yeah. Woodson does that. But you can see Charles Woodson. He lands. Yeah. Charles Woodson's like, all right, I'm going to go for a play. I'm going to throw my shoulder, which I've dislocated about seven times a season. I'm going to throw that into the guy. See how well that works. And then he goes, ow, I'm hurt. Yeah, it's just. Right. And then he spends about 20 minutes getting it patched up and strapped in so he can't lift his right arm. But then he's good. But but it, but it makes sense because he, he actually, you know, like hurt his shoulder, you know, like early on. And they said he was supposed to be out for at least two weeks, two to three weeks or something. But he's just been playing through it the whole entire time. So that's why. So it's like, I'd rather have him, like, but if he would have took those two weeks off, he wouldn't have all those picks in back-to-back games, like the two against Peyton, the two, the, the one the week before. So yeah, he, I'm, he's just actually yeah. playing through it and being somewhat effective. But this last game, it showed, like, he really he really hurt his shoulder. But yeah. uh, the other games, he's like, at least he's playing through it versus DJ Hayden. It's just terrible and just, like, a liability in every single coverage. So I, I like, I, I always, like, to my cousin because he I watch the game with him sometime. I'm like, why don't they put Gillen? Because he's like six two. He's like a big body, so he can stay in front of guys instead of Hayden. But I'm like, well, Hayden's had first round pick, even though he's about to be a bust and about to like so they owe him a bunch of money. He's like McNeil's like a third round pick. So make like five hundred thousand versus DJ Hayden's making like five million this year. So it's like Yeah, I that's yeah, why we need to cut him. We need to cut him. We can't yeah. cut him. Actually, no, no, we're gonna cut him when Nate Allen comes back in about two or three weeks. Yeah. Nate Allen comes back from the injury oh, reserve. We carry, carry back, back to corner. And DJ Hayden is going to get cut yeah. like a Mexican gangbanger. Like, wow. That was the best I got. I didn't have any cut. Reference. I cut anyway. you up so bad. You wish I ain't never cut you up so bad. <laughs> oh, damn it, Raiders. Damn it, Raiders. Raiders. Raiders realistically could be like 7-1 and one right now. Like realistically, yeah, they could be. They're honestly, uh, you know, could be playoff potential. It's just, no, no, but, but like, so if you look at the game, like I said, we let the we let the uh, yeah. the Bears get away from yeah. us. We yeah. let um, we let Denver uh, sneak one out with that pick. Yeah, we let the, we could have beat the Steelers. 
And then the mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals would have just uh, actually we probably would have done better against the Cincinnati Bengals if we were playing them now as opposed to the first week. But then again, they were still pretty good. Yeah. We deserve to lose that one. That was the only that was yeah that was the only game that I mean I, they're eight no for a reason. That's the only game you guys weren't in. But I'm like yeah. the but I remember I was talking to my cousin. He was talking. He was like you know this was a great game, but for us. But he's like compared like Jack Gabriel has really like changed the culture. Because normally, after all those turnovers that you guys kept having, and the fact that you guys were still in it and like uh, almost went to overtime, shows the change in the team versus like before, like the Taiwan Jones one, the Derek Carr interception in the red zone, like all those plays like that. Like you would have actually, it would have been a blowout versus you guys actually coming back. Like the yeah. the play that Michael Crabtree made across the middle and burned the guy in the end zone, I was like. Whew. It was like, yeah, that wouldn't happen last year, like if uh, without Jack Del Rio and Derek Carr becoming um, more of a franchise quarterback and uh, a better quarterback overall. And I was like, yo, that's very true. Like next, like either you guys, I think you guys might make the playoffs this year. If not, you guys go nine and seven, maybe ten and six. They're like very close to it. But I think like next year you guys will be like one of the top playoff teams. Though if you just keep building, having solid drafts, you know. We'll see. We'll see. We're gonna draft every I wish my Eagles. Year, so. I, wish, I wish my Eagles was playing as good as them sometimes. Shoot, that like Sam Bradford to take notes from Derek Carr. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is more like a uh, getting to know you season. It's like getting to know your your new starting quarterback, getting to know your new lead rusher, and everything else. And now, yeah, but it's, it's weird though, uh, <laughs> like on the Raiders though, because they're like Khalil Mack is not is not the superstar that he's supposed to be. I'm like. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's his second year. He's in the middle of his second year. People, calm down. Like, he's getting double covered, and he made a switch from outside linebacker to defensive end, so he's played two different positions under two different head coaches. Like, give the guy a break. Like, I didn't get that. Like, I feel like, like I, I honestly feel that you guys need to switch to a 3-4. That way you can have Alden Smith and Khalil Mack as both your bookends, and I mm-hmm. feel like that will put them both in a way better situation and be able to just rush. Because sometimes you'll have – because Alden Smith is an outside linebacker, and I was like, huh? And then you have Khalil Mack as the other end, and then their second-round pick this year as the other defense end, like, quote-unquote. But most of the yeah. time I see Alden Smith in there rushing the passer, so I'm like, yo, if y'all was just running a 3-4, y'all, because y'all got this, like, y'all got two bookends at outside linebacker, mm-hmm. and you got you could have Malcolm Smith and Curtis Lofton in the middle, uh, and you got Dan Williams as a nose tackle, and I'm like, that feel like that would be more suited for you guys, especially for your uh, outside rushers, too, so. Sorry, sorry, Keanu. I know it seems like I'm a what Raiders fan, but that's the only games we get out here. I get those in Niners games. So. Oh, I know how you feel, dude. When I was living in Las Vegas, I was scrounging. I was like, I succumb. Is that no? I succumb to uh, San Francisco 49ers games like fucking every goddamn Sunday, and I hated it well, so much. Yeah, that, like I can't wait till I get NHL Game Center here because so because now because I'm a Sharks fan, so that means I won't be blacked out since I'm in Texas. Jesus. Unless they're playing, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> um, just just a thing. Um, I will pay for NFL Direct uh, Sunday ticket because I well, miss we, my we, we'll have to pay for it on Xbox because we don't got cable, bitch. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I have an Xbox One. Ha! So, so do I. And you know, the one time the NFL app will ever become useful in my year. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, but uh, man, uh, can we do? Is is there a way to do like? fantasy league week by week this late there there's some out there because i was like i I would love to see us go against each other in that just to see how that happens like just just to see who does who does good who does well who does poorly 
just see who does good <laughs> who does good i mean i can find one uh for us and then what'll happen is you can probably like announce it uh that we're all gonna just have like sucky ass teammates and players that's about it <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah we'll uh we'll, f- we'll figure we'll figure it out and uh <laughs> yeah we'll fi- we'll figure it out um Bonus points for whomever has Eli Manning. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I think I think I still actually I looked honestly at the fantasy draft when I first started the season. Uh, even though he's a free agent, Rex Grossman is still draftable. <laughs> I almost did Man, it on principle. Aaron, Aaron Hernandez is still draftable. What so are you saying? That is true. That is guess. true. Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez, To, and Randy Moss are all still draftable. Randy and Moss. I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, come on, guys, let's update this a little bit. Man, man, do you think the Niners would take back Terrell Owens by now? They need mm. something. Red Rover, yeah. Red Rover, I call T.O. over. Yeah, it's just like that's how Jared Hayne came back. It's like, mm-hmm. That, that's the one Super Bowl I was like, how do you, all your running backs get hurt and you cut Jared Hayne? <laughs> I'm like, come on now. Like, the one guy who I felt like would have been dope at the running back position actually can run people over, you cut him. I'm like, no, you guys should have definitely kept him. I'm like, why is he on the street right now? Like, you guys should keep him. Bring him back. Like, the one valuable option that you have in running back who <laughs> looked like he just ready to run people over and keep going. Like, why would you cut him? Like, mm-hmm. but it's the Niners. They're stupid, so Kaepernick's gone at the end of the year. Coach might get fired. GM's yeah, I'm not, gone. I, I, like, like, uh, I didn't have much faith going into this season because it's like, it's like, great, we lost Harbaugh and we picked up a EuroLeague coach. <laughs> <laughs> Matter the Europeans. Like, like if we picked up a college coach, I'd be cool with that. I mean, he could be just like Chip Kelly. Oh, wait. It, it could. Ow, ouch, wait, yeah, wait, 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 ouch. Wait, didn't, didn't, y'all, uh, didn't y'all get rid of Andy Reid? That is the thing, though. Like, I have to say, everybody was talking mad shit when Andy Reid, you know, finally went to the Chiefs. And they had a great season last year, but where are they now? <laughs> Excuse me, but where are they now in their division? Exactly. Right behind the Raiders. Exactly. With a hey. two, with a streak of two wins to the Raiders, one loss. Behind the Raiders. That's the behind. best part about it. It's like, what happened? All of a sudden, like last year, the Chiefs were nine and oh until they lost their first fucking game. And yeah. now they're three and five. It's like, what the fuck happened here? At least you know, when Chip he- Kelly came to us, we had two great seasons at uh, ten and six. You know, and it's like, the fuck? I can actually say last year we had a bad season at one point because if you oh, look yeah. at it, Mark Sanchez went four and three down the stretch and we ended 10 and six. So if Nick Foles would have stayed healthy, we probably would have been 12 and four, dare I say 13 and three, because if you go four and three down the stretch, like, because we were in a good position. I think we were six and two at the time. And then he proceeded to go four and three down the stretch or six or six and three. I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> So, so yeah, six and, he was six and three. So so we actually probably last season was actually underwhelming for us, to be honest. But like I said, with Andy Reid in Kansas City, the thing I pissed me off about that when he was in Philly, he would throw the ball between forty to fifty times, or he would throw it sixty four percent of the time. The moment he gets to Kansas City, he decides to run the ball twenty five to thirty times a game. I'm like, really, Andy? Everything that we were telling you to do in Philly, you decide to do it when you get to Kansas City, and then all of a sudden you use Alex Smith like a game manager. I'm like, so, and he doesn't have any receivers. So I'm like, so, and he just builds the defense. I'm like, so you mean to tell me you finally learned once you got to Kansas City, but you can never apply that to when you were in Philly? Like, because we had Brian Westbrook, who had a 1,000 yards rushing. We had LaShawn McCoy, I felt was one of the best backs in the game, but you didn't give it the ball to him enough. And then you get to Kansas City with Jamal Charles, who's a skinnier back, who's skinnier than Brian Westbrook and Jamal, I mean, Brian Westbrook and 
Deshaun McCoy, but you give him the ball 25 times, plus you give it to him five times out of the backfield. Oh, now you want to become a ball-controlled offense? But we never really had too many receivers in Philly? Fuck you, Andy Reid. That's why I'm glad you're fucking terrible right now. Shit. Well, then. I think I tasted a bit of vinegar there. Yeah. Salty. A little bit of salt. I mean, because he, I mean, because it was funny because when after the dream team was formed, all my friends used to call and tell me like the next year when we went when we went like eight and eight, the next year we went four and twelve. Everybody used to call me, "What's up with your Eagles, man? What's up with your Eagles?" Even Raiders fans when they was losing, "What's up with your Eagles? What's up with your Raiders?" Man, we suck. But y'all supposed to be the dreams. That's the best part. It's like, like, man, we suck. Like, we already knew what we were capable of. I'm just saying. Y'all make Nami look terrible, man. He should come back to the silver and black. I'm like, yo, man. Our O-line is terrible. Our uh, D coordinator, who was our former O-line coach, who should have never switched him over there. We should have hired Steve Spagnolo. Like, all this, all these bad decisions, just like, all these bad coaching decisions made mm-hmm. it, the dream team terrible. Like, we should we should have been way better after we signed all those players because we had Namdi. We had, I forget, a bunch of receivers. We we had D'Amico Ryans. Like, I remember the first year of the dream team, we had r- – Bad or our linebacking core was like it. We had Casey Matthews, a fourth round pick, trying to play it, and he wasn't. He he couldn't handle that, and they moved him later to outside. So our linebacking core wasn't good. Then the next year, we trade for D'Amico Ryan's, solidify our linebacking core, and set everybody up. But our fact that our safeties was so terrible. Yeah, uh, Nate Allen, who's on the Raiders now, who looks better or looks better until he got hurt, and then uh, Kurt Coleman, who was known for just getting beat deep and was always biting up on passes. And then we had Namdi Asuma. One of the, arguably one of the best corners in the league, the best press up in your face, man to man corner. You know what we do? Play cover two, off man, ten yards off him. Now I know you, I know you, man to man press guy, and that's how you went to the Pro Bowl, and that's how you look like a Hall of Famer. But yep. this is what we want you to do: play off. Like so, they took him way out. <laughs> like it's like, yeah. like like I know what makes you good. Oh my god! I know what makes you great. But we're going to make you look terrible. It's kind of like how when DeMarco Murray first came over. I know you were downhill runner, like to line up goal lines to a fullback in front of you just, just goes downhill. But we're going to make you go side to side. Like, like it's like, 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 what? Like, I don't, like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And so. that is the uh, salt portion of the court <laughs> day rant. This is the fr- it's just the frustration of, the, of my Eagles. I'm diehard Eagle fan. It just, just frustrates me. I'm like, yo, we could have been so much better. Us, but hey, what were we talking about, Felix? <laughs> yeah. So we're, ta- we're talking about possibly going into a really late uh, into a really late uh, fantasy league. But we all right. So next week. I only see really a couple games of note, which will be, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you said before, the undefeated team, uh, the Panthers got to go up against the Titans. The, uh, let's see, uh, who's undefeated team number two? The Bengals are going up against the Texans. <laughs> but the Patriots but, go up but, against but the Giants. A, there, no, no, no. That, there's a threat there, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I have to say, like, I have never – I oh, man, this is going to be quite some time. It's like either the Patriots are going to remain undefeated or Eli Manning decides to make a comeback and uh, show him why he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, because – He's twice. Been, I won it twice just to let you know. Now it's in play in, in both games. I was able to be in both. Take that, Peyton. Take yeah. that, Peyton. Yeah, it's like it's like uh it's like yeah. Uh fucking Eli is the Eli is the Brady killer. 
do you <laughs> I was about to say the Brady Bunch, but okay. Do you think Tom Brady has like nightmares uh, referring back to those two Super Bowls? <laughs> and then he's like he's like counting on his calendar, like, God damn it, god damn it, he's almost here, he's almost here. Oh my god. No, no, no. I like the my cousin put it, I think I don't know if it was this podcast or another sports one we did uh early on. Because can you do you think that like you know, Tom Brady when he's in his mansion with his Ugg boots, this beautiful wife, you know, and he has all this all this perfection in his life. And just outside in the window <laughs> is Eli Manning. There will always be that one time. No, there will always be both of those times. And and, and Eli just whispers, This should all be mine. <laughs> It's like, you know, and like this, this, like when Giselle like gets mad at him, she's like, you know, like, you know what? You're not giving enough, Giselle. All right. I need more loving. You need to deflate these balls. And if you don't do it, I'm going to break up with you. And she's like, well, fine then. I'm going to go to a two time Super Bowl winning Eli Manning. And he just like cries openly. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'll never say anything bad to you again. Don't leave me for Eli, please. He has everything. He has every. I could have had six Super Bowl rigs. (laughs) Six of them. Oh man, that's that's great. But uh, yeah, I mean, next week looks pretty uneventful. Uh, the Niners can't possibly lose next week. <laughs> so you said can't possibly lose? Yeah, they can't possibly lose next week. Who do they play next week? The They're Seahawks. on a bye. It's a bye. This is a bye. Oh, <laughs> waka waka. I saw when I'm looking at uh, the which we call the site and it said next point was Seahawks. I forgot they're on a bye. Okay. Yeah, and the Seahawks play the Cardinals next week, so. The Cardinals are, uh, yeah, they're topping the. Uh, to be fair, the NFC, the NFC West is sucking a pretty fat cock too. I'm sorry. Could you just imagine if the 49ers fucking lost the pie? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I I can see how they do it. They could do exactly what uh, Tennessee did this week. No, what Detroit did this week, firing their president, their CEO, basically just killing everybody in house, and then finding their offensive coordinator. Their O line coaches. That's how you can lose a buy. I feel. That's how you can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here, here you go. Check, check it out. Uh, hold on a second. You'll appreciate this. Let me find this picture. Because well, it, is it Colin Kaepernick as fucking Squidward? No, it's not Colin Kaepernick oh, as Squidward. Did you call him Colin Kaepernick? Whatever. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. It's Colin Kaepernick because he's shit. Hey. <laughs> All I know is that Philip Rivers needs to start throwing it to Stevie Johnson, or I'm gonna lose this dang game. I already lost it. Uh, Antonio Gates got one point for me. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, he's at 2.9 right now on my league against me. Against me. And so Stevie Johnson just needs a touchdown reception, I think, and that'll put me over. It'll never happen. It needs to. It will never happen. All right. It, uh, all right. Here it goes. I'm finding it now. <laughs> Was laughing before he even sent it. <laughs> Hold on. By the way, I opened up the chat and it put your uh, black dating website up. So I just heard like, all right, let's the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, you know, what? I would I would totally buy that domain and just make it go to black people meet. <laughs> Is that domain Probably available? Already taken, truth be told. Yeah, but your score at the half. Lions <laughs> three by <bye> week 17. <laughs> My best uh, Al Michaels. Uh, no, who are the guys who do uh, Madden now? Oh, uh, shit. I don't, know. don't even know. Who are the guys who do Madden? Yeah, and some no-name guys. I don't care. But anyway, I, th- I think we're done. Yeah, no more sports, unless we have more sports. <laughs> nope, that's it. But I could get that domain in .org, .co, .me, <laughs> .net. 
Dot me. That's oh man, that's 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 terrible. <laughs> oh oh oh, dude, look what is available though. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm again. I'm going to type this to you because hey, I don't want someone stealing it on the chat in case I actually do decide to buy this domain. Totally totally available. All minorities here. <laughs> this is a totally available domain. Oh Jesus! Wow. <laughs> Please nope, don't. I'm done. I'm done. That's podcast, people. Yeah, that's podcast. <laughs> that's yeah, podcast. Don't, don't look. And, and and people are wondering what what uh what what's the website that he's Felix is trying to possibly say? I'm I'm very interested. Uh, as as a uh. Co-producer on themexcellence.com. I will not allow him to say out loud what this website he we, we, wants to we buy can't, is. We can't make a t-shirt for it? No, absolutely not. No, he, <laughs> you can find out on uh, the Trigger Happy podcast, which I think is coming back this week, right? Yeah. Been, be, yes. Yeah, it was, it back. I've just got to pay a few things and get get it back on, uh, online. There it is. So, yeah. I'm it, it is back. episode, man. It is back. I've got two episodes, actually, on standby to load up. Are you going to do a week? Uh, well, well, go ahead and to that pitch as you outro yourself first. I'll let you start. Yeah. So, hey, this is Felix. You can find me on True Harry Podcast. You can find me at Little Art Productions if you look for us on Facebook or YouTube. And uh, you can find me here on the Sports Bar Podcast. And, uh, yeah, go. All right, so yeah, I'll just be the other minority in the group here. And uh, yeah, this is Keanu here uh, signing off on the Sports Bar Podcast. You can find me on the Trigger Happy Podcast as well. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter at Sir K Von D, YouTube at uh, Sir K Von D, and on Twitch at RT underscore K Von D. And also Keanu on uh, the Rooster Tube site. And uh, yeah, see you soon. Corday, we're going to find you. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Corday Speaking and General Snail. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Corday Made YR Day. And you can find me on Snapchat at Corday Shoot 5. And last but not least, I'm Sammy Gonzalez with TheMexcellence.com. You can find me on Facebook.com slash TheMexcellence. You can find me on Twitter at TheMexcellence. SoundCloud and YouTube, that's the Mexcellence D-O-T-C-O-M for our podcast, The Fantastic Voyage, and here at the Sports Bar Podcast. And you can also find me on Snapchat at the Mexcellence. All right. Peace out, party peoples. Hey,